This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The Alabama Attorney General's Office is announcing the sentencing of a Springville man to 60 years in prison. 38-year-old Timothy Smith was convicted of sex crimes against a child under the age of 12. Due to the age of that victim at the time of the abuse, Smith is now not eligible for parole, good time, or probationary sentencing. AG Steve Marshall says there are few things more vile than the crime that was committed by Smith against a defenseless child, and he says that 60 years in prison with no parole is fitting considering the heinous nature of those acts. The Assistant Attorneys General Tara Ratz and Jillian Evans were the ones who successfully prosecuted the case against Smith. A violent home invasion occurred in Frisco City this week. Frisco Police Chief Tom Boatwright says that a couple and their 8-year-old child were tied up by two men who first kicked in the door of their home at around 2 a.m. The two invaders then took the husband and his vehicle. They left him at a hotel, but not after he was first beaten up and cut with a knife and has sustained serious injuries. The male victim had to be transported to Mobile's University Hospital. The couple says they do not know the two men. The Southern Baptist Convention continues in Anaheim, California today. In the past three days since the nationwide conference began, a motion was presented to deal with transparency concerns around the SBC Executive Committee. Members on the Executive Committee were found to have been complicit in covering up sexual abuse claims against pastors in the past two decades. That report was released by an independent investigative group. There was also a motion to abolish the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission and a request for the salary structure of the pastors and leaders at the SBC to be made public. A man who sued the city of Birmingham over pothole damage to his car is going to continue his battle. Robert Walker hit a massive pothole back in 2019 after he was forced to take an alternate route by a police officer. That route was on 69th Street North. Walker says the pothole created $2,000 worth of damage to his car when he hit it, and he told Birmingham City leadership about it. They disputed Walker's claim, saying it's not a street but technically an alley. Walker then confirmed that it's considered a city street, and he won his case in small claims court. The city then appealed and it was taken to a district court. This past May, a district judge ordered that the city of Birmingham pay up on Walker's claims. Now the city is filing another motion to vacate the judge's order. They're using the Alabama code to claim that they are not liable. Walker told CBS 42 News that this is a delay tactic and he will not walk away from the case. A Birmingham chef has been awarded the coveted and prestigious James Beard Award for 2022. Automatic seafood and oysters is where Adam Evans creates his culinary delights. Evans is a native of Muscle Shoals and a graduate of Auburn University. He was chosen for this award over five other finalists. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the U.S. House has passed a bill that would improve security and protection for U.S. Supreme Court justices. The bill provides 24-hour protection for the justices as well as their families. This move comes just months after a leaked draft opinion sent abortion proponents to the Supreme Court building in Washington, D.C. to protest and then within days to the homes of justices who voted in favor of repealing Roe v. Wade and sending that issue back to the states. A would-be assassin was found outside of the home of Justice Brett Kavanaugh. He was arrested by authorities and then confessed to his plan to shoot Kavanaugh. This recent bill was approved by the Senate 
weeks ago and is already headed to the president's desk for signature. And according to a pro-life organization known as Catholic Vote, there have been 23 pro-life clinics and centers that have either been firebombed or vandalized since the release of that leaked draft opinion from within the U.S. Supreme Court. The group released the list of those places across the nation and in various states. In light of this list, the Republican National Committee is now calling on Joe Biden to publicly condemn these acts of violence against pro-life groups. Speaking of the president, Joe Biden delivered a speech to the union group AFL-CIO. Biden took issue with being called a big spender by Republicans. Republicans like to portray me as some kind of big spender. We have spent a lot of money. But let's compare the facts. Under my predecessor, the deficit exploded, raising, rising every single year, and all the benefit going to the top 1%, basically. Under my plan, last year, we cut the deficit by $350 billion. Doing all this. He also claimed that he has outpaced former President Donald Trump in job creation in the wake of COVID-19 and lockdowns that were issued by state governments. Well, we brought down COVID deaths by 90 percent. We opened schools and businesses that were shuttered. All, it all created the greatest job recovery in American history. Another audio has been made public by the Washington Examiner involving the Bidens. This one is a conversation of Hunter Biden talking back in 2018 about his father, potentially becoming president. He's going to talk about drug reform and any other things that I want him to. He'll talk about um, anything that I want him to, that he believes in. If I say this is important to me, then he will work a way in which to make it a part of his, of his platform. My dad respects me more than he respects anyone in the world, and I know that to be certain. Because the, my, the man I most admire in the world, that God to me, thinks I'm a God. And my brother did too. Mm. And the three of us, it was literally, mm. I had the support to know. I can do anything. What does he say about you doing crack? Does he try he says, stop. stop. Yeah. The RNC Research Group posted this audio as well on their Twitter page. The Wisconsin Association of School Boards has voted to not renew its membership to the National School Board Association, especially after the NSBA suggested that concerned parents should be treated like domestic terrorists Back in 2021, this now brings the total of 30 states that have withdrawn or removed themselves in some way from associating with the NSBA. Wisconsin educators cited concern with the leadership, governance structure, and lack of transparency within the NSBA. The group said that the NSBA caused needless harm to school board relationships with parents in the community by sending a letter to the Biden administration calling for police to monitor school board meetings. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out Right Side Radio and host Phil Williams as he talks to 1819's political editor Jeff Poor about the January 6th hearings going on in the U.S. House. Yeah, we're going right now to the phones. Uh, we got uh, our friend Jeff Poor from FM Talk 1065 down in the Mobile, Baldwin County area. He's also the political editor for 1819 News and an editor for Breitbart and a uh, political guy extraordinaire. Hey, Jeff Rowe, how you doing, man? Doing well. Good afternoon to you, Senator. Good day, good day. Hey, man, so I just finished doing a whole segment on the, I'm calling it the January 6th political theater. Um, but your thoughts, are they going to refer charges? Is there going to anything ever come of this, or is it just an opportunity to try to smear, smear, smear? 
I, I think maybe their they're, they're most optimistic uh, of optimism would have been to get some kind of charges. But I, but I tell you what, if you haven't been watching lately, you notice how it has transitioned from uh, a coup, conspiracy, uh, a threat to our democracy, uh, to, um, oh, Donald Trump was running some kind of uh, fundraising grift off of this. And <laughs> like just, just in the last 24 hours, like don't forget about what we said for the last two and a half years or whatever it's been, a year and a half. Uh, now focus on the fundraising. That's what we're really looking at right now. We're going to look at, we're going to get him for that now. We found something to get him on. And, and I, I, I think people are not going to, uh, are going to buy it. I, I I agree. And I, by the way, one of the most egregious things that I've seen is, so they had a witness, Bill Stepien, 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 who was supposed Stepien. to uh, t- Stepien, who was supposed to testify yesterday from the Trump campaign, but they pointed out that he is actually currently the campaign manager for Liz Cheney's opponent in the Wyoming congressional race, and that immediately after a poll showed that his client was whooping Liz Cheney in the polls. All of a sudden, he got a subpoena that he had to testify in in, in D.C. So I just look at this and go, "Good gosh!" Well, uh, it certainly doesn't help the credibility of the committee. I, I just uh, they've given up on credibility questions, yeah. and they're just it, it's it helps when you have the media, though, right? And the media is going to put this nonsense whenever they want to uh, air it, and they gotta, we we are going to watch them pretend like they think this is legitimate, and they're going to find out it's just not. Yeah, totally, totally agree. Well, political theater continues. I mean, they're not through meeting. In fact, Adam Schiff says that they may still refer charges. They may. He hopes that the AG will investigate after they complete their investigation. I'm thinking, so you're already doing public presentations, but you still got more investigation going on. This is just ridiculous. But well, well don't you think if the AG, if they had something, the AG would have moved the day. Because the Department of Justice, even with all its bureaucratic inefficiency, is uh, is still way more efficient than the uh, House Select Committee on the January 6th uh, Disturbance of the Force or whatever they're calling it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like we're too – they don't they think we're stupid or something. Like, we don't know that this is theater. Well, what, tell me something, Senator. What is a, uh, a, a select or special or any of Benghazi or whatever it may be – uh, resulted in anything of substance in recent memory. Nada. 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 You can find that podcast at rightsideradio.org. If you're enjoying the reports coming from the Daily Detail, consider copying a link and sending it on to a friend who you think will appreciate it as well. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 